The Mandela effect refers to when a large number of people share a false memory. An example being Curious George doesn't have a tail. Let's get started. Hello everybody, welcome back to Mandela Club and today we're discussing the future of learning. And we're going to start off with physical and virtual learning. So, um, probably if you're listening to this, you know about, you know, COVID. <laughs> yeah, somehow you don't know about Hello, 20, 30 viewers. Yes, right? And people had to, you know, go to school virtually. I know we all had to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, almost all the kids I knew, teachers included, largely disliked virtual learning. And I agree. I don't think it's as fun, and we will talk about, or not as just fun, I don't think it's as informative, which is school's purpose, mm-hmm. one of its yes. purposes. It was also a lot more stressful, a lot more difficult, which some people are like, what? And then also was just a lot more tolling on your mental health. Yeah. So we'll talk about all of those, kind of go through those, and then we'll also talk about other reasons about what's going to happen in the future, like how certain areas are thinking about getting rid of ice days, snow days, and storm days because now we can just go on Zoom. Um, And then we'll talk about other, like, learning, I'm doing these in um, quotation marks, learning platforms such as Masterclass and why we hate those. <laughs> so, McCray, start off, what how, how, what were your thoughts with virtual versus physical learning? Well, I was virtual all year and I felt that virtual, virtual was boring and I wanted to see my friends. And I kind of felt like sad because I just like kind of like I wanted to see my friends Mm -hmm. and I wanted to talk to them and not have to be online. Yes. And I was just kind of just like trapped in my room all day. But that's also kind of like you're trapped in a some people would say, but that's what uh when you're in person you're trapped in a room all day but it's you're not really. No. It's different. You're kind of it for virtual you're just trapped in a small space sitting in a chair. Okay, maybe you can make kind of an argument in like elementary school because it is just one mm-hmm. class. Once yeah. you get like middle school and high, oh, and yeah. like you're constantly moving classes like every hour, or nine hour minutes, and a half, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on the school. Sometimes forty-five, sometimes it's an hour. Depends, time. but you know you're always moving. You're always engaging in different mm-hmm. things, and I think you just don't have that same like back and forth kind of communication and questions. And I feel like it's a lot less engaging and a lot less enjoyable. I had lots of days where I was just sitting there and I was bored and I didn't know what to do. My back hurt way more. It was always sore. Oh, yes. And oh, yeah. Yes. Even now, I still, like, my back is still sore and stuff. Yeah, so the social aspect was a lot different. Like, yeah. even if you're a, you know, sh- more shy person, you're still confined to going to school on a computer screen or a phone screen or something like that instead of, you know, being to talk with people. And that's just damaging mentally. So now just to kind of go into the mental aspect of it is it was a lot more mentally tolling. Yeah. Like this year was like two weeks shorter because of COVID guidelines and stuff. Like we started a little bit later. At least for us. Yes, yes, at least for Austin, Texas. And, but it was a lot more, it felt like, like a year and a half. I can't be the only one. It was like each weekend I just collapsed. Like not like literally, but almost. Like I was just done yeah. Friday and I was like, yeah, oh like, my gosh. Yeah. Because like, it was so, it, for one, you're staring at a screen. For two, you don't get to really interact with people. For like, three, you move around much. For three, you're so emotional. Even if it's like mad, 
yeah, or sad or happy you or can't all of them just like clumped together. Yes. Yeah. And then lastly, anxiety itself is like this year again just having to be on that computer screen yeah. makes it a lot more anxiety prone. And then also, um, yeah, I think we'll go into how if we think it was more difficult after this, but. Yes. Um, Cade, McCray, what were your experiences with mental issues that were different than normal years? I mean, I was just really sad. I just, like, I didn't see any of my friends in my class mm -hmm. until I think the last day they had a pool party, but I mean, it wasn't even funded by like our district or anything. Yeah. And like, besides y'all guys, y'all were really the only people outside my family I saw the entire school year, which is really sad. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing with you. For like people my age. It was, yes. yeah, it was like that for me for a year and a half, but I've only been able to see you out of school, and it's really sad. Like, I just saw my friends since like a year and a half ago. Yeah, more and more people getting vaccinated. Yes. Like, I recently got my second vaccine shot. <laughs> um, which... Was probably if you noticed there were a little bit of lack of uploads a couple weeks ago cause that's because I got a couple of small symptoms if you even noticed yeah and you probably were like oh I didn't if you didn't we did our job right <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah so now going into what we think was more difficult I personally think online school was more difficult because the social aspect was a lot more difficult and it emotionally it was just a lot difficult more difficult and harder and I also think it was more difficult because, again, we missed out on those first two weeks, right? Yeah. But a lot of my classes didn't cut out any of the curriculum. So that we then had to start working to make up for those two weeks on a computer screen with internet outages going and just computers shutting off and all those other tech problems. That makes it more difficult. And also... School was always like, let's say it was an A-day on Monday, right? You got an assignment. Yeah. That wasn't going to be due till the next A-day because we had block schedules at my middle school on Wednesday. But what happened during online school is that stuff due Monday was due Monday night. Due two whole days earlier. That made it way harder because it used to be by next class. But almost all my classes, it was the night or like not all of my classes but a couple of my classes it was the day it was assigned it was due that night which made it way more difficult and we had to make up for those two weeks yeah <laughs> yeah i mean intense. i think all of the things we said about virtual mm -hmm. comes into play here yes i think it was more difficult because of all the anxiety and emotions that you are feeling and it's just more difficult because you're not seeing your friends like mm -hmm. at all and you're not socializing and it was really sad what about with like assignments and stuff yeah assignments it was harder because it was usually next class but then it was due that night mm -hmm. uh kind of for y'all i kind of had a different experience i thought that i don't know if it was just me but i felt like they kind of you step back. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, because mm -hmm. I didn't have like the curriculum like what it would have normally been, mm -hmm. but I felt like they were like, okay, this year has kind of been tough. It's not going to be like every single assignment, you know, it's not going to be crazy like that. Whereas for yeah. you, the Morgan, <laughs> yes. they did like the whole curriculum and uh -huh. you had to do everything and everything was just do more recently. But sometimes it was because of, like I know what you said where they kind of lined it off, which was awesome, yeah. but because a couple of my classes were like, high school credit mm. or were 
there was a big test at the end of the year that was state mandated. Yeah. So they couldn't let off. Yeah. Which was, if you go listen to our moralities of homework, you'll know how we feel about standardized testing, which is it almost holds teachers captive to kind of... Some cases. Yeah, in some cases to where it makes them have to, you know, meet those deadlines, which is exactly what happened this year. There were state mandated tests that required those teachers to not be able to let back. Right, the teachers were definitely not the villains this year, right? No. At all, teachers probably suffered more than us. If yes, anything. yes, hundred oh, percent. Um, I can't like really speak because I'm not a teacher, but it definitely because especially you've spent let's say it's your tenth year teaching. Okay, you spent all these years making assignments stuff like that. Now you have to make those all virtual, or because you know it was always in, on paper and stuff, or make new assignments, mm. having only a year to do all of that. Because we didn't even know if we were going back or doing virtual. It kept changing, which yeah. made it way more difficult. It was just not very fun this year. No. And kind of another thing about it is that it's really hard to stay focused on a computer when you're there for so many hours on end. I know that near the beginning of the year, we had a different schedule near the end. Mm -hmm. And it basically turned into, like, I was sitting there in that one spot for two hours. And there was no break in between or anything. It was just class, class, and like, yeah, you know, more classes. And um, it was really, it was like after you're there for so long, I catch myself, you know, seeing the squirrel every morning at yeah. nine o'clock that would run by my window and watching the trees and the leaves. And, you know, it just, it was really boring and there wasn't much to do. I feel like whereas mm -hmm. in class, that you can be more interactive, you can ask more questions, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I agree, two words. Also, it, yeah, like what you said, it becomes way more difficult to stay focused on a computer. Because literally, devices like phones and computers are made to be distracting and made to keep your attention on having fun and stuff, right? No one's going to be like, oh, I'm getting a phone because yeah. I don't want to have fun, right? Yeah. It's, you know, it, well, you know, it's also for calling and stuff, but it's that's why there's games and apps and articles and videos and all that to keep you distracted and occupied so when the whole device's purpose is to keep you occupied but now you have to go to school that it's so difficult i think it was very hard staying focused on a computer yeah like at some parts i was just like looking up like a, at a poster that i had and then i i just looked back and it was two minutes later and i was like oh no what did i miss and then i kind of like tried to catch up and yeah. stuff. And one final thing I'd like to mention about, you know, virtual learning before we move uh -huh. on to our next subject is turning off cameras. It was oh a big problem. Oh I had one kid, I never saw his face and I still don't know what he looks like the entire year. Uh -huh. And it's like, geez, and teachers really, a lot of the times, the only thing they can do is threaten to like email parents. Yeah, and but it's like, okay, right? Yeah. Um, for me, one of my classes was text history because if you're not from Texas, you have to take Texas history twice. <laughs> and I was taking text history. I, there were times when I was, there was only two kids with their cameras on. I was one of them, not to brag or anything. But sometimes it was, it was mostly, it was the teacher, me, and one other kid almost the whole year. And that also, because I'm, it, that just makes you so self-conscious because you're like, Everyone's they, watching. Yes, hundred percent. That's what makes it harder to like. Everyone's camera is off, and you join yes. with your camera off. It's like, am I gonna be one to turn it on? It's like, 
Yeah. All my social anxiety comes out all yeah, at once. Yeah, right? <laughs> it becomes a paradox. Do I turn it on, people look at me, or do I turn it off, and now I'm being one of those kids that don't have their cameras yeah, on. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, let's move on. We already move on to our next topic. Yeah, great. Yeah. We got so our, our next rant one, over. Yeah, is, well, now we're moving on to another rant of Masterclass, which, in case you don't know, is what they're kind of saying is like the future of learning. And it's professionals such as Neil deGrasse Tyson or Gordon Ramsay yeah. was one, um, where they would make these videos through this website or company called Masterclass that cost a bunch of money and would teach you stuff that they know. So Gordon Ramsay was like, how to make the perfect avocado toast, something like that. But what I have a problem with is it cost a bunch of money. So you can learn from a professional how to do something. And you're like, okay, that sounds okay. But again, the money thing's yeah. a huge thing where it's like, what about all those free sites that will do stuff? Like my biggest thing is I'm a Crash Course fan, which is a YouTube channel hosted by Hank and John Green, where they teach you a bunch of stuff from literature to psychology. And they get, sometimes they teach it because they know a lot about it or they get other people to teach it. And it's like 40 videos, 40 10 minute videos on stuff. I personally watch some of the philosophy ones or the psychology ones, and they're all free. Yeah, 100% of it's free. There's not a little bit of, oh, but it costs $5 this next episode. And that's kind of what the quote unquote future of learning is. Not $50 to learn how to make an avocado toast from Gordon Ramsay. No. I feel like, um, what are you saying about the YouTube? I know this is kind of a stretch, but it's something about, you know, learning about how to do something. I learned from the game, there's like a bunch of different characters. And there's an episode where each episode, they would go through different characters, see how to use it, blah, 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 and different techniques and stuff. And it was like, you are learning how to do something. I don't need to learn from like ninja or professional gamer to do something with a fee on top of it. I think it's just something you can put on YouTube or a free website and then anyone can see it. I don't think there needs to be a paywall in front of that. Yeah, no, definitely not. Because that, true, are they trying to be like, well, everyone should learn stuff, but only the people that can afford it. Like, isn't that going against yeah. their whole message? It's like, it's like only allowing rich people to do Yeah, something. or people who have yes. the, enough money. Yes, I think it's middle like, class. I yeah, middle class, upper class, which is, they're trying to be like, everyone should learn, but not everybody. Yeah, because you could straight up look up a video on YouTube of how to make an avocado toast. Yeah, if you and have fun. it would be yeah, if you have fun. Um, and it would be for free. Yeah, it'd be for free. And okay, maybe it's not by Gordon Ramsay, but, but still, there's gonna be like Masterclass is also showing. It's like they almost have this mindset of only the professionals that work for us are the best of the professionals, which isn't totally true. Like I feel like if I want to learn. YA writing. I think they do have that one. I don't remember who it's by. They're, I would rather have it from like John Green or yeah, <laughs> yeah, John Green or like another one's from Alicia Keys teaches songwriting, which is she's a great singer yeah. and people love her. Great. But also they act as if that's like the only professional posting stuff. I know there's, just look up songwriting tutorials on YouTube. You're going to get people who sing for a living also making money by doing songwriting. Yeah, and also like, d 
different styles and different techniques. Yes. Like, let's say Gordon Ramsay makes like a perfect avocado toast, but the the stuff to make it costs fifty dollars. I guarantee you, you can find an avocado toast somewhere where you can make it for five bucks. Yes. And it would be just I don't know if it'd be just as good, but still, yeah. it's you know, there's different options. It doesn't have to be this. I don't know how much does it cost. Like, like I don't know. I think it's it depends. I think it like might a couple hundred something. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's probably five hundred dollars a year, and you get access to a like all of them or whatever. But it's also they take they say oh you get access to all of them, but each one will take like fifty hours of your time. Yeah. So you also have a lot of free time too. So which it's a weird only works during like the pandemic, which hopefully is over now. Yes, which yes. yeah, or summer. Like okay, I'm gonna pay five hundred dollars so I can learn one thing it's still not in, it's like kind of what we talked about with like mm -hmm. virtual learning it's not as engaging there isn't questions yeah, there's no. answers it's just a recording which i feel like that and the paywall are the two big problems for yes. i can get over a informative video where you're learning something but with the paywall it, it ruins the experience for me yeah and then also a lot of them are like oh one of them is how to start a business but also i feel like you're not going to learn how to start a very successful business from a video you found on the internet, no matter how much it costs, even from a professional, if you're gonna learn to start a business, go to business school. Maybe you learn some like tips and tricks, but you're yes. not gonna be all yeah, of a sudden. tips and yes. tricks, it's not, okay, I'm gonna learn a class on how to be a writer. Great, now I, you, you watch all the videos, you pay all the money, whatever. Great, now you know a lot about creative writing. But if you really wanna become a creative writer, go to college yeah. or go to school or something to teach you more about it, not just, 30 videos that some person made. Yeah, and that it's some famous person made. Yes. You can never have that same experience. No, not yeah. at all. So let's try to into one more topic, which is basically right. um, kind of going back to what virtual school and stuff. School districts are thinking about getting rid of, and some have gotten rid of snow, ice, and storm days because they can go on Zoom. Boo. Real quick, yeah. How do you feel about it? I think it's bad. I mean, okay, in Texas, um, it's different for people that may get like storm day or mm -hmm. like winter like snow, snow days. days sorry <laughs> like you know every, uh, like maybe once a week on yes. rare occasions but they're more prepared for that and have the materials yes. to deal with that but I feel like if you're in Austin or in Texas and it snows you shouldn't still have to go to school and no, even that's terrible online school you know that's that is the purpose of having a snow day. Well, no, it's actually to keep kids Well, safe. yeah, but <laughs> but that's what's fun about being in Texas. Mm -hmm. It's so hot all the time, almost like every year. Yeah. And when you get a snow day or an ice day, you feel amazing because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, you're just it, like, it, oh, you're relieved. Awesome. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And my thing is, like, you can't just go from um, in-person to online just like that. There, no. You can't just send out an email and the entire, everyone's going to be there, have a desk, have, a, you know, a wall behind them so people aren't, like, walking by. You yes. Know? It's they need to have that all prepared. And it just, it doesn't seem reasonable. And it just, you are they really going to do that? Are they really going to make kids? Some I think some districts already have. Yeah, they have. But yes. straight up, it's like, it's. We had a really big snow, like snow week. We got a week off, even during amazing. online, yeah. because it snowed six inches. It was well, amazing. I think that was also because some kids' yes. power went out. Yes. But, yes, but it was amazing. But also, yeah, isn't that gonna happen too? Like our yeah. whole city almost shut down because of it. Are you? It, let's say it doesn't. The power doesn't go out. You're really gonna make kids log on a computer, 
do online school just for a day. And what about like schedules and yes. everything? Can you be prepared for that? Yeah, so it's unreasonable and it's just, it's cruel and unethical. Yes. So we'll leave you on that, see how you feel about that. Thank you for listening and remember, Curious Shorts is not have a tail.